Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by April Collins. Hello. John McKenna. Hi, everybody. And Andy Potter. Hello. Uh, today we are talking Final Space, once again, the season one finale, chapter 10 of Final Space. Uh, we previously had our recap discussion on it earlier in this week. And, uh, you know, it's such a big finale. We need to be get even more in depth into this Final Space season one finale. We have three new co-hosts here to give us our, our you know, new, new to the finale, uh, takes on, they've been here throughout the season, except for Andy, um, on the, uh, uh, give us their takes on the Final Space finale. So we will have, um, all the opinions out there and see, uh, what people think happened in this crazy season finale. So check out our recap at overlyanimated.com. Uh, most of you guys listen on YouTube, actually. So if you're listening there, subscribe. Subscribe to there to not miss any future Final Space podcasts. No current plans, but we'll see. Um, and uh, yeah, and iTunes as well. You could subscribe there with Final Space specific feed. Um, but yeah, spoilers for this this big season one finale. Make sure you've seen it. Um, this potentially going up is still before it's aired on TV. So uh, make sure that uh, you guys have checked out this and the entire Final Space season one. But let's get into this finale. As I said, these guys haven't we haven't heard their takes on this yet. So uh, what do you think of the season finale, April? Um, I really liked it, actually. For, like, a season finale, it was good. I mean, there's a lot of questions, and I have problems with, like, things here and there, but, um, who doesn't at times? But, uh, I really liked it. It had, like, a really nice, solid, like, flow of action, and I was really kind of taken, like, by surprise whenever we just sort of jumped straight into it, because it hasn't been, like, a thing this entire season. So, but it it didn't, like, subtract from the episode in any way, so I liked that, um, there was a lot of death. (laughs) yes yes or supposed death i guess um which i'm sure we'll all discuss and like the ending was just kind of crazy and i'm the type of person who really like i like whenever a show will like end on a sad note and so i can like appreciate that because it's kind of bold and risky um even though a they kind of took away from it, but I really like, I was like feeling it. I was like, yes, this is dark and I love it. Um, <laughs> this, this doesn't match your peppy demeanor, April. Yeah. You're like <laughs> laughing hysterically about like all this dark stuff. And it's really, I, I love it. I like it. That I can't help it though. Like I can appreciate that. So, um, especially because a lot of shows like aren't like bold enough to do that. And, um, uh, David Tennant is like the most amazing voice actor. Yes, like this this entire like show, and then it, his, his performance in this like gave me chills a little bit, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, like welcome back to the world, David." Like, um, but yeah, I I enjoyed this episode. It was good. It was very solid. Okay, April's a fan of the finale. John, what did you think? I echo April's sentiments on David Tennant as Lord Commander. Absolutely, I, he was real. I think this may have been his best episode. Uh, this finale was all, was almost all what I wanted. It we, we had that great battle scene, which reminded me so much of the finale of Last Airbender. Did anyone else get that? When the ships were crashing into each other, it felt like that's that uh, side arc in at the end of uh, Sozin's Comet in Last Airbender. So that gave me nice nostalgic feels as well. Um, I think the Gary Quinn. I'm more bullish on the Gary Quinn arc than I think a lot of the uh, a lot of my other co-hosts here. But I actually liked how this one ended, and it showed that Gary did. You know, that was his his next big thing in progress. He let Quinn uh, fulfill her fulfill her mission. He played this, and he played a supporting role, or at least he was going to attempt to play a supporting role. Um, I am a little peeved at the way Little Cotto just died because they didn't bother to communicate what they were doing with the attack. Because Gary just drove straight, and it's like you could have at least told him you were going to be there. Um, I liked, I liked the ending. It was this was sad. I get it. Um, I liked how they left it sort of amb- ambiguous with Gary, and the count and the way they lumped all the intros together with the countdown was very was a nice, clever touch. If this is all we get a final space, which I don't think it is, I think w- we could say this was a really fun show, and we're glad to have watched it. But I, but I would love there to be a season two. Yeah, definitely. Um, and as of this recording, we're still waiting word, although all signs point to season two. Uh, Reddit, Reddit may have of, said, laugh. 
Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of rumors about a season two, like even from like suggestions from Olan himself. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Olan basically said <laughs> season two. Yeah. I read it, so <laughs> kind of gave it away. But yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, Andy, we haven't gotten your takes on the show all season, but uh, what did you think of this finale? Uh, I think this finale kind of is a good summary of how I feel about the season in a whole as a whole. There are some parts of this finale that I think are just absolutely great. I really love the interactions between um gary and hugh i love their relationship it's really emotional you know, gary and funny. hugh shipper not, not oh, always no. <laughs> no 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 not shipping i just mean like they're they're a really great pair never it. on screen together they're they're really <laughs> emotional you, together and they're really funny together at the same time it's the helga arnold of the modern day <gasps> yes <laughs> what but okay. i also i also really like um i really like the kevin stuff in this episode it was pretty great but at the same time, I think it really stumbled at a couple of their other more minor relationships, like or some of the more major ones. If you're uh, unfortunately, like with Gary and Quinn, I think it kind of stumbled there with some of their conversations near the beginning of the episode, and it kind of stumbled with where it just had little Cato just kind of literally just blast off, blast off like Team Rocket at the end. Um, but <laughs> and I think that's kind of how I feel about the show in general. It's just it's really great when it's great, and it kind of middles out sometimes when it and it's but um i think the good parts really stand out above their other stuff and i really enjoyed seeing the end of um gary and seeing him almost go to beer heaven with his dad i really did like the um i i like seeing seeing mooncake have a little character a little bit finally but then he got captured and didn't do anything after that i i want more mooncake is what i'm saying i want more mooncake yeah, where's the Mooncake spinoff? Is that the real season two? Yes. It, wasn't this yes. supposed to be the Mooncake spinoff? I'm, I'm in spin-off? the middle of writing it, actually. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the fanfic. Okay. Um, okay. So you're all, you're all relatively positive, at least um, potentially very positive, uh, depending on who, about this finale. Um, is Let's do a quick yes or no. Is anyone willing to say this season finale is the best episode of Final Space out of the 10, April? No. John? It's really close. <laughs> yes. Okay, Andy? No way. Not even uh, close. Uh, not even close. Okay, interesting. Yeah, John, you, you're our first person out of the, I think, seven people on this podcast watch show that you're willing to say it is the best episode. Why? Because it kept me constantly engaged. It jumped straight in. You were, you're, the, the roller coaster was taken off and you were along for the ride from the start. Again, the, the visuals, I think, were the best of the show. You had that, gr- you had the great battle scene with the ships that I mentioned earlier. The line delivery from guys like, uh, well, from Lord Commander, obviously, but also Hugh with the, uh, by sending, uh, no, not, yeah, yeah, Hugh, by sending Kevin out into the, uh, sending Kevin out, it's like, you are expendable, get out there, or so help me God, I will destroy you. Yeah. Uh, Hugh, was, this may be the funniest Hugh has been. Um, I was actually, I actually pretty, kind of like the whole Harry Potter, King's Cross, uh, afterlife type dealy even though imported beer is not my idea of heaven at all but other than that it but you notice it it gave me an it was nice resolution it was definitely uh it was sad i liked the risk as april mentioned i liked how they take a risk and how not everything worked out in the end they left it ambiguous and it left you wanting more and that's exactly what you want out of a season finale i want to be hooked so i can i just got something to look forward to next year and it achieved that and combined all together had the fewest weak spots that's why it had to be the best episode for me okay that's that's reasonable i especially think the fewest weak spots thing is potentially yeah Yeah. i mean i think i think it's it's up there right so uh definitely a reasonable take i've seen a lot of people loving it uh uh, and we don't need to get into craft versus imported, which I think is where you're going with that. But hashtag um, craft. Wait, I'm, I'm ready for this discussion. <laughs> no, guys. no, we're not getting. No, we're not getting into that. <laughs> it's not ordered. Uh, April, quickly, what's the best episode? If it's not that, uh, number nine. Nine. Okay, you're on my team on that, Andy. Uh, number seven for sure. Okay, so you uh, we, for a second we had uh, like five different opinions. So, um, and for and for reference, Mel said seven, um, Michelle said four, Alex said eight, and I think nine. So uh, we've a little widespread through five episodes. <laughs> I think nine's incredible. I think it's one of the best episodes of the year. I think, I think that's pretty impressive, though, that we all have different favorites, though, considering this is the first season of a show. It's pretty awesome. I was going to say, I love that. That uh, What is it? Because whenever I was listening to like the other po- the other podcast about the finale, like everyone was talking about all of the different episodes. And I was like, yeah, but isn't that great whenever there's a, a first season of any show that has so many like standout episodes? I like it. It makes me feel really good. I don't know about you guys, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think all the the five episodes we mentioned, along with potentially three and six, are all top tier episodes. Like that's a lot of great episodes of the season. It beats um, the hell out of the Rick and Morty summary, where it's like nearly everybody picked the same episode as the best one. I like well, the know, variety it's, it's, for a change. Yeah, that's that's the case of the uh, latest Rick and Morty season. Would stand out episode, but um, yeah, there's there's just a, a bunch of uh, pretty similarly quality episodes here. Yeah. I was going to say, but it also, like, it speaks volumes because, like, Rick and Morty is an established show, and, like, in the latest season, like, there are literally episodes that I've forgotten, and they have the same amount of episodes, and so, but, like, for this one, I can't say that I've forgotten any episode of this season. I remember them all, like, very vividly, um, and maybe it's just the visuals that sort of help with that, or maybe I was just slightly more engaged, but, like, for a, like, like, I don't know what to call this, like a first time show to like have that kind of impact. Like it speaks volumes to the production about, mm. you know, of what's going on and everything and all of the work that everyone put into it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it also helps that this show has a much more rigid plot than Rick and Morty. Like you can definitely, it, that those help. Those signposts help you remember episodes a lot yeah, better. I mean, I, yeah, okay, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, we, we shouldn't well, compare it to Rick and Morty, one of the best shows. Yeah. <laughs> the problem, the pro- the only issue though with those that signpost thing though is that the episode title is like chapter one, oh, God, two. Yeah. It's like yeah, you it's have just, to tell should, me should, it's like say, chapter five is the best. If people someone say okay, chapter four is best episode, best episode. Which one was that again? So, so, we, so John me? wants to name the episode. Should we come up with our own names, or I'll, no, we won't. But um, <laughs> should we should we start naming episodes in season two? No. Oh, I don't know. I guess I, it depends on what's going on. Otherwise, I, we're going what chapter 11, 12, 13? I like. I like. We're, to, doing, uh, we're house of cardsing this thing. Yeah. I like to having this point too. <laughs> if they're stuck with the chapter thing, I'm fine with the chapter and then a subtitle. Like that. That's fine. But I think they're kind of stuck with having chapters now that they've gone up to ten. Um, I think I think they should just start naming them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 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 let's use let's use Avatar. It's like was book three chapter. Uh, nineteen. Your favorite? Which one was but, that? I mean, they had so titles. Comic they had titles. Right, yeah. but uh, that's I'm trying to use that as an example. You remember the titles? Yeah, you, Av- Avatar yeah. just replaces uh, episode with chapter. Um, Jane the Virgin also does this chapter thing. And yeah, looking back on the season, I'm trying to like uh, what find what the standout episodes are. It's impossible to to differentiate them. So yeah, if if there were more than ten, it would we would lose track of what episode is what. Yeah. They, they could always go back and rename them too. I mean, shows have done that before. It's, I mean, Retro, Hey yeah. Arnold they? named episodes. Yeah. Wait, what? When? Yeah. Okay, we didn't get uh, that. But um, yeah, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna Star Wars uh, retcon things and the name yes. titles. Yeah, okay, let's. <laughs> we're excited about that. Okay, interesting. Um, let's let, let's get delve into some specifics from the finale. Um, we talked about all these deaths or supposed deaths. There aren't. We we went over this a lot in the recap. Not many are definitive. Really, only like Kevin is the, the only definitive <laughs> death. And he's a robot, so he could come back if, he was, if his consciousness was backed up. And yeah, there's also other Kevins. Um, so, uh, but the, he, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Who? Kevin? Oh, Tribor. Tribor, yeah. I, I think Tribor is, is the Tribor second most dead? definitive. Tribor I, I, totally dead. <laughs> he, he didn't take a pretty bad hit on that shit. I, I got some pushback on the recap. I said Tribor is definitely dead, and everyone else disagreed. But Oh, um, I, Tribor was one of the most clear deaths. Right. Uh, other than Kevin, he's the other... And Hugh's alive, um, and Lord Commander's alive. Other than that, everyone else could be dead. So let's let's say who's who's supposed death. Um, did you have the biggest reaction to emotionally, April? Um. So my in well, okay. My answer is going to be Quinn's. Um, and I think most of it had to do with the, that sort of small exchange between her and Gary before it. Um, it was like it was going to be Gary's, but then I. I like I didn't really like the whole father scene. I felt it kind of took away from like the very like mood of what was happening. And then the beam of light at the very end of the episode just like ruined it for me. And I was like, well, I'm not sad anymore. Like, <laughs> so it was definitely I just quick. wanted to be sad. Don't yeah. <laughs> like I wanted to like revel in my sadness. Um, well, it would have been like really beautiful or well, I say that, but my definition of beautiful is kind of wonky, but especially because like Gary delivers this line where he says like the good guys always win in the end. And it's like, yeah, but look at you guys not winning right now. Like that would have just like solidified that statement for me for him to just not be alive. But it's, it, it feels like he's very obviously alive. Um, but yeah, Quinn's was definitely like the most emotional one. Cause I, I also appreciated the fact that they didn't sit there and say like, I love you. She said, I'll miss you. 
And like, just because they're not really in that point of their relationship and shows kind of tend to like, like revert to that. It's like, Oh, I'm dying. So I love you. I hate that so much. It's so dumb. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. That's Um, totally fair. Yeah. 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 And you know, obviously if there's season two, Quinn's, going to be around but at least it was a send-off uh, at least in terms of this plot and what she's happening yeah it was definitely definitely an emotional one um john what did you react to the most which death uh i, I maybe well here's the thing for on a personal emotional level yeah i thought quinn's death was was bad was the most emotional for me for the reasons april said but i think the one i most reacted to was kevin's death mainly because i was laughing so hard at gary <laughs> crying tears of joy it's i was so like beautiful you know, like you lead to it's like oh my god as like oh they could do is how Car- gary secretly misses kevin he's like it's so beautiful I'm like yes yes that is this is great i so want to see that because that's another thing that shows don't do they don't see you don't really see people be happy that somebody died and i thought that was like it almost felt earned it's like was is gary finally gonna gonna think higher kevin nope fuck that get gary still hates kevin i'm like yes that was just so funny and i absolutely loved that scene yeah, and I feel like that's that's the uh, the, uh, the obvious on the board answer. Yeah, it's it's that, that's so good. We talked about it so much. We could get into it more. Andy, what did you react to the most? I think I reacted to Kevin the most, but the, for the sake of diversity here, I did I did react. I did react. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did react to Tribor dying a little bit because I was surprised. I I did find Tribor really funny by the time we got to the end of the uh, episode ten or episode nine. I mean. And uh, him him doing the Wii U sound for the resistance to come yes. up really. <laughs> and then he just died with like a gut punch because he was finally a really good character and then he was just gone. Oh, <laughs> well, he could have been so good. He every time he explained something was the best. I I never got over it. I never got over him ever. Try, try, he'll be back. He'll be back. He has to be back somehow. Who is who is Tribor's voice actor again? It's all in uh, Rogers. Oh wow! That, Wait, yeah. it is. Yes. Oh my god! Right. That's incredible. Nice I job. So he's yeah. Gary Mooncake yes, and that, Tribor. Yes, which is the best performance of the three? Uh obviously <laughs> Mooncake. Obviously, yeah. It's Mooncake. <laughs> uh, we, we, everyone knows that. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. Did yeah. You hear that, did you hear that Pock in this episode? It was so emotional. What the Pock? What about the Chukali? Jeez. Um, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So Andy's pro tribe res- I love Resistance Leader Tribor. I called it the best gag in the show. Um, April, are you pro or anti Tribor? I really enjoyed Tribor. Like, I thought I would get really annoyed with him constantly being like, "Is it? Is it time to resist? It is time to resist." So I thought that would be the most annoying thing, but I loved it. Like, and I, maybe it's just the delivery or whatever, but it was just great. Like, and him asking like strange questions, like whenever they were doing something at the very beginning, and he was like, "Is this fun? This is fun. Like, <laughs> you're about to go die, but okay." <laughs> Yeah, they painted the flames. Oh, what a, what a good episode for Tribor. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> is it too late? It is. It is, yeah. He's so happy. And he's John. like, oh, want me to use these things? <laughs> John, pro Tribor? Oh, absolutely. He was, um, and yeah, uh, same with April. Like, I did think it was going to get kind of annoying after a while. I'm, I'm going a lot with April tonight, I just realized. Um, which is a good thing. Hey, um, but no, it's, uh, but yeah, same thing. I was worried it was going to get pretty, uh, pretty annoying, but the one thing I think they did well is that they kept it limited. They kept it, uh, contained so that every time, and again, the delivery was fantastic. So every time he would say something like that, uh, it, it would get a laugh out of me and it was just really well. And he was just really well done. He was really well used. So really he was, he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Tribor, what a so good that he's what I'll remember about the show the most. <laughs> That's probably not true, but maybe. But even like, uh, what is it? Like his beginning kind of like appearance sort of like left an impression. Like yeah, he was, me- he was memorable in a bad way, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. like trying on Quinn's clothes. I'll, like oh I still God. remember that very, <laughs> very well. I mean, Olin Rogers did tell us he had a great character arc, and he did. He was great. 
Yeah, That's no, true. it's it's such a good parody of uh, re- these re- resistance space uh, plot lines. Um, yeah, and, yeah, him just uh, about all those like resistance leader characters. Uh, <laughs> like this is the the fucking guy that's that's the resistance leader. It's, it's so good. <laughs> like of all. I love the woman that's in love with him. She's just, oh my god, she's just his fangirl. I love it so much. She moves on pretty quickly, though. Like she She's like, who's the new resistance leader? And yeah, then it's, just... it's, it's like little Kato of all the yeah. people. Like, <laughs> yeah. So let's let's let's, let's so we, no one picked little Kato in the death pool here. But he's not well. dead. Okay. Um. So Andy took issue with the little Kato scene, I think, and potentially other people as well. Uh, did we, so we didn't like that, uh, little Kato got ejected into space because Gary is a fucking idiot. We didn't, we didn't like that. <laughs> no. I mean, I was, I'm just looking at going, you're about to attack the Lord Commander. You're going into battle. You didn't think to put a freaking walkie talkie into a, a little Kato's helmet so you could make sure he got out of the way when you rammed the ship into it. I mean, yeah. seriously, I, I, little Kato died because Gary's because of Gary's he's not dead. stupidity. Well, what is he then? He's he's he's, at, he's as dead as anyone else except for well, he's Probably floating in space. Ex- so did Gary. Um, but I mean, there's other resistance fighters about. Someone will help him. They'll yeah, just scoop maybe. him up out of air, maybe. Right. Okay. So it's characters that are most likely to be in season two. Um, I mean, it's like Gary, then Quinn, then Lord Commander, then I think Quinn. Little Kato's fourth. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Quinn, how Qu- how can Quinn come back? She didn't I mean, die on screen. She's not dead. Quinn is she's, definitely coming back. She's in yeah, final space and opened the bomb. How did Right, she she's to- she's in final space. So, um yeah. I think we I think we're going to final space. For yeah, two, exactly. Right? At the very least she's the goal of next season. Earth, Earth is in Earth or, is in final space too. Well, then that's that another poke. That's a good point. It is unless well, then, the tit- or like are the Titans like playing like a pickup basketball game with Earth or something? <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's like, yeah. April, that, are you writing season two right now? That might be why they boys. needed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get, yeah, I mean, you could expect similar skepticism to Quinn dying to any of these characters, I feel like, but there's ways for Except all of them Kevin. to come back. Well, well, here's the thing. I think the issue for me in, like, bringing Quinn back for season two is if Quinn is in final space and she's still alive, then that means Gary's dad is still alive, doesn't it? I mean, I think I, I think Gary's dad was uh, like a, a figment of. I, you can interpret that scene in a lot of ways that he was not real. Um, Gary's dad's uh, dead, I think. But he like, did the he same was, thing as Quinn did. He but, ran with an antimatter bomb into. Uh, him. Well, right, yeah, exactly. The difference between uh, Quinn and Gary's dad is that we have Nightfall, which still is like super unexplained, but like <laughs> it would help bring her back in season two, like. Because she has to become Nightfall, right? Right. Nightfall, Night- Night- Nightfall is also definitely alive, which I believe is a separate character. And I don't think a Quinn's fate is necessarily connected to Nightfall, though it depends on your which like timeline theory you subscribe to and like how physics work. But uh, which the show says it doesn't apply physics. Um, yeah. So it clearly doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it it in in the show they just brushed it aside. So right. I, I, I guess I guess Gary's dad could be alive. There's a big time difference. That was a while ago. This is. Uh, Quinn, Quinn just happened, and uh, you know I'd fully expect Quinn to be back. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know because yeah, that's the thing. It's like they, they both did the same thing. Either they're both alive or they're both dead. I don't think how would you be able to explain one still being alive and one being dead unless like he di- one of them dies in final space doing yeah, final spacey stuff. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have been killed by the Titans in final space. Like, yeah, yeah. Quinn you're gonna maybe they just decide to que- keep Quinn as a pet. You know, it's fine. If Quinn's <laughs> alive, if Quinn's alive, I the the right the explanation better be good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You you want so much. I, I think the same applies to. I think the same applies to Little Kato, and I think the same like he. Uh, the same kind of applies to Gary, and he just got MacGuffin saved at the end, right? Like, there's the, anything. Uh, any of these people can be alive. I feel like. Well, Dylan, we have to save the fucking main character. Like, it doesn't make sense to not. Well, if, according to, according to Qu- the Quinn speech, uh, Quinn and Gary, they're both the main character. That's kind of what they're getting into in the finale. Yeah, that's right. The bigger thing is, it's the main character voiced by the creator of the show i think that would be amazing if the creator of the show killed off the character he voiced yeah i'm, I'm actually a little unsure on whether they should have killed off gary or not it's because yeah. it, he he was holding the season back in the beginning but then he really got there towards the end he's still not like the strong the strong point of the of the show and uh potentially making quinn the lead and killing gary would solve a ton of the show's problems 
Uh, I don't think it's like a, a have to do, but like it would be it would be an interesting. One, I, but clearly, I think that's why I like episode seven the most because I think that's the time when Gary is the strongest for me. That he we get deeper into like what he cares about, but um, it I I just don't it doesn't feel like this show is interested in pushing forward Gary too far though. I mean, I think Gary changed a ton from the beginning. Um, you know, but he's. He, He's a completely, you know, episode nine, he's talking, he's saying you're such a jerk before. Um, like he's clear, he's clearly a much better person now. He's clearly better with Quinn and he's able to support Quinn and not have to be the, the action hero. He can let Quinn be the action hero. You know, I think there's, I think there's a lot there. But I mean, I, he's still laughing at Kevin dying. Like, I mean, he's still. That's because he hates we are Kevin. All laughing at but, Kevin dying. I, yeah. <laughs> I was crying. Okay, excuse you. Oh, sorry. No, I apologize. R.I.P. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he's that different. I think he generally has the same moral compass he had at the beginning. He's just actually interacted with Quinn as a human being instead of this like this um, fantasy he had for so long. And so that that's really what changed over the course of the season. But I, I feel like he's been reined in a little bit. Like yeah. he's still really like goofy and zany and Gary, but he's like a, I don't know, like a slightly more controlled version of it. And I think there there was one episode that kind of it might have been oh I can't remember which episode it is now but there's like one episode where he's like going back and forth between like they're showing back and forth between like him talking to the group and then him talking to the camera and like on in the like video diary thing and it's like two totally different kind of people whereas like in previous episodes, he would have been like the crazy zany person, like freaking out or whatever. But I think like that is sort of that comparison between like, here's Gary before and here's Gary now kind of thing. Right. He's, he's able to present himself as a leader to the group. I think he's grown in a lot of ways. He yeah. has. Um, yeah. The uh, For me, the turning point was episode four. That's when he started to become a lot more interesting rather than grading. I will say my main criticism of Gary is it's not that he's a bad character. I thought he was a really good character. But the way the show was written, it, it funneled so much of the show through Gary's perspective. And I'm not entirely sure uh, – and I'm not entirely sure he was a either a strong enough character or a passive enough character for that to really work in a narrative focus. Because I felt like a lot of effort was placed into Gary and he didn't make enough progress needed to then spend time on other character arcs, which – I think that's the one problem I think with season one that I'm going to have is there were a lot of characters that were underdeveloped because I think a lot of effort was having to be put into Gary rather because so much of the story depended on him. Yeah, I think that's a great critique. Um, we talked about how little Kato is barely a person. Um, yeah. That's the most striking example. But really outside of Gary and potentially Quinn, there's uh, very few fleshed out characters on the show. I would say zero fleshed out characters. Well, on the show. I wouldn't it's- even say Quinn's super fleshed out. Like yeah. they, we would only get like snippets of her throughout the season. And even then, like the most like fleshed out she was is with like Nightfall. And that was it. Like, but even that was, it's still a mystery to us. Like, yeah, and, and okay. it's, hard, it's hard to connect the Nightfall to her character. Yeah. It, right. Yeah. Cause we've, we've only ever really seen them as two separate characters. And then all of a sudden they're supposedly the same person, but there's no, like sh- she like kind of explains like how she got to be, but doesn't like, it's yeah. so ambiguous. <laughs> and, and, and I think, and I, and I think, um, and as and as a comparison, uh, if we think we're comparing season one's uh, season one of Steven Universe, like Steven was the, the the show was funneled through Steven, but he was actually a secondary character that whole time and it allowed the other characters to be built up. And then he was able to build up secondly. So I think if they wanted to funnel it through Gary, like it's either you make Gary the star and then maybe have a few side arcs that go on the side where he's not involved or you made him make him a bit player and and play the long game. And I think they kind of got caught between two minds. Interesting, interesting. Um, I definitely think the the thought that um, we spent too much, we spent so much time on Gary that uh, the other elements of the show suffered is 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 very true. And um, I, re- I the show never really convinced me why Gary is our main character. Uh, I, I don't Nobody really think there's he was. because yeah. reason. <laughs> I don't really think there's anything special about Gary, which, by the way, is kind of the point. And the show tries yeah. to, yeah, it, it's, it, it, we get into this. This is, it's a theme. And, uh, but G- Gary isn't, uh, isn't 
particularly relevant. He's he's someone's son, and that's kind of it. And uh, he doesn't he he's, he gets chosen by Bolo, I guess. And uh, other than that, he, everyone just kind of rallies around him, and uh, like Hugh gets super pro Gary, and everyone else does uh, just because they all like him. Um, but uh, he he doesn't he doesn't bring a lot to the table as as a lead. I feel like and. Uh, Like, I ended up liking him, and I think that's a major accomplishment because I hated him in the beginning. So, like, the show really did um, turn things around with that character a lot, but it it potentially did come at the expense of other things. I guess guess season two, I'd like to see potentially less focus on him. I think, I think we've got there with him. If he's still our lead, now we can, now we can just use him as a point of view and focus on other things. Or maybe at the very least, I think. I'd be fine if they focused on him a little bit more, but show why he's the lead, like why he can, why all these people come to him. Because it's not really they clear. told us. Yeah, like, but that's that's not enough. And like Dylan was saying, that's not well, enough. Well, but like, if you kind of think about it in like the grand scheme of the season, he only really he could be the main character because it was his dad who closed the breach first. Um, and like, can you imagine if it was just like random John Smith and they're like, John Smith, the uh, you know, he's in prison, however many light years or whatever away from Earth. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's a breach. Like, there's no real connection between like him and the breach or anything like that. But with Gary, there kind of was. I mean, it's a stretch. Hey, I'm it's a stretch and I'm, I, I'm reaching for it. <laughs> I think I'm saying I think I would almost like it more if he had no relation to this guy that closed the breach. He was just shown it by, by Bolo and it just happened that the Lord Commander was there. And I, I, I don't think it really adds much to it that he's the son of this guy that did it. I think I do like the fact that we get to see that emotional time, that that emotional meeting between him and his father. I just don't think that necessarily helps the plot or helps me understand why he's the main character. It's great to see that. That, that, that scene is really emotional, him talking to his dad before he dies. And yeah, all that. I, I think Gary's relationship with his dad was very central yes. and important, but Gary's dad being who he is was completely irrelevant, except, yeah, for, except for the the one scene in episode eight, which I still feel like was more about his relationship with his dad and not so much that his dad is the guy that was going to close the breach. Like, it still feels like more of Quinn's thing, which the finale gets yes. into. And uh, yeah, Quinn, Quinn feels very central to the story because it ends up being about closing the breach. And that's why we say it's Quinn's, it's, it's her thing, and she's going to go do it at the end. Um, so yeah, Gary, I, he doesn't seem particularly relevant to anything that's happened and happening um i don't know I, he's, he's he's still in, he, I, I think he's kind of supposed to be a satire of like an action hero i guess um, yeah i i think a little i think a little there's a bit of a satirical element in this yeah which is kind of a what you could say about this season as a whole is that it's kind of all supposed to be a satire commentary on these types of stories um but we don't really go in depth with any of that it's all kind of superficial commentary but I think if you're going to go satire, you should, like, you should go full satire. It's kind of, we're, like, in this weird limbo between, like, wanting to be serious, but then also wanting to, like, make fun of ourselves and what, like, the other, you know, the genre that we're trying to exist in. And so I think that's where we kind of get lost is that we're we're just sitting here and, like, because... You know, the show has beautiful, like, serious moments, but at the same time, and has great, like, comedy, but it, it it's coming, like, at this expense of, like, what's going on and how did we get here kind of thing. Yes. So, what, so what you're saying is it's not Galaxy Quest. Oh, no, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, yeah, to me, to me, the biggest um, att- attempt at satire ends up being the Gary Quinn relationship. And I got into this a lot on the recap, but I, I, all season I was expecting a big subversion with the two of them. We're not just going to do this stupid uh, uh, played for straight action hero romance um, with the girl Gary's obsessing over. And I think the finale does try to subvert it by having uh, by making Quinn the, the center of action um, with closing the breach and saying that we're both the hero um it was it wasn't it was never about gary it was about both of them um and and uh i think that was like its best uh attempt at 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 satire um but even that definitely didn't feel like the big the big subversion i wanted it felt like um like a payoff but not like a, a huge payoff i i can agree with that like because that's i i 
my feelings reflect yours. And that's what I was waiting to happen. And then I like I'm okay, I guess, with how it ended. Because like I said earlier, like, I'm glad that we didn't get that very like tropey, like it's the end of the world. I love you kind of thing. Um, Because it's, it's boring and played out. And I don't I think that if they had done it, like I would have been extremely angry, because that's not what their relationship is. And that's never what it's been. It's been like this crazy guy, like, chasing after this girl that he talked to like once so and destroyed a mexican restaurant for not know industry yeah uh, it, I, i'm still a little baffled at how we started with that um but but yeah so you, you ended up being okay okay but not uh enthused april by with gary quinn at the end yeah i was i was okay with it well like i said it was like they had really solid moments, but I couldn't take them romantically. Like whenever they're, you know, he's deciding to, you know, let her take the bomb into the breach. And like, I took that as very, like, it's sort of like a sign of like respect kind of thing versus like a, like, I'm doing this for you romantically. Like, here's my grand romantic gesture. Um, and even like at the end, whenever they're saying their goodbyes to each other, again, I didn't take it like rom. I didn't take that, exchange as like a like soulmate significant other conversation it was like you know like i'll miss you you've been like a good friend to me kind of thing and i think i'm i'm okay with that of them being like really good friends or companions versus like this is the love of my life and i would die for her or him right yeah but th- but the but if 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 Gary if Quinn was Gary's love of his life and we did that whole thing I would have been in the same mind I've been like oh come on no I I actually appreciate the fact they laid off I mean yeah we got the smooch so as I said in the episode in the episode episode four podcast I rule this is canon getting yeah, 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 hot, hot, hot take there that they yeah, do I, follow I'm through hitting, on Gary Quinn imagine <laughs> me hitting a gavel on a table but but they, 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 yes but they laid off like Quinn got. Like, Quinn fulfilled her mission. They didn't do the whole lovey thing. He was able to take a step back and showed that loud respect for her. I appreciate the fact that they left it like that, though. I think that's a satisfying end result for this. Especially... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done, I'm done. Oh, I was going to say, especially because in, like, the previous episode, they went on their first date. And normally in shows, that's when they have, like, that, it's like a switch that goes off. And it's like, yeah, we're going on our first date, and now we're in love, and we can't be separated. But we didn't have that. And so, for, I think that helped me appreciate episode nine more, is because, like, look, they went on this, you know, kind of cute sort of of end-of-the-world date. But then at the end, like... You know, given like Gary from the beginning of the season, he probably would have been like, yeah, we're together. This is us. Like, we're in love. We're going to get married. But he didn't do that. And I I appreciated their relationship more for that, mm. for not taking that route or taking Gary necessarily down that path. Yeah, it's it's a good point that we don't uh, we don't get too romantic payoffy with them. We have the one kiss, but it's just, it's the beginnings of a relationship, and it really genuinely feels like that, as opposed to most other uh, media about about that type of thing. Um, yeah, I think I think that Gary Quinn kiss scene is is I said this on the recap is my favorite scene of the episode because of the subversion elements we get into because of what they're talking about. It it, it felt uh, really really uh, satisfying to me uh, that this is the the ending to the two of them. That being said, I I felt nothing when they kissed. I, I don't care about the two of them romantically. I, in fact, I almost, I, ant- I almost, uh, the opposite of that. I almost want them not to be together. Um, but it's like, I appreciate the, the stuff we got into with them in the finale. I still, I still feel nothing. I still don't ship them. Um, and, and th- this podcast has been pretty anti Gary Quinn. I feel like, John, you've been the most positive, uh, about the two of them. Do you, do, do you feel, uh, do you feel warm and fuzzy when you, when you saw their kiss in the finale? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I let out an audible. Aww. Okay, okay, that's something. <laughs> I guess it's I mean, more I, than others. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wasn't. It wasn't like the end of. It wasn't like the end of last Airbender where I was like, "Yes, it happened." Yes! Oh yeah, cool. it's no, it's no good Come on, but yeah. But you, so you, oh, you, you would say you support I, the, I, I, the I was, relationship. I was talking about Zuko and uh, Ty Lee. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Stop. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. So you were. You 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 were liking the two of them in the finale. Uh, yeah, I like, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I'm pr- I was pretty happy with that. It, it also felt more real. It also was, it had that nice realism edge to it too. 
Andy, were you whooping and cheering when they kissed in in the finale? No, I think my feelings on her are pretty similar to yours, Dylan. I like their I like their interactions. I like how their characters mesh together as two characters on screen. But I didn't ever really feel like Quinn had a real reason for liking Gary. I think the closest they came for me to understanding was her watching the clips of Gary. But I thought that her turning to immediately being like, "I love him," was way too sudden. Like I could see it being a okay, he's a guy that I can, this guy is a cute guy who is at least nice that I can talk to. Not I'm in love with this guy, but I do think they're fun to watch on screen interacting. And I do agree that the beginnings of that scene where they kissed were fun to watch or yeah. at least interesting. Yeah. I have no idea why Quinn, why Quinn likes Gary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, that's uh, the biggest problem for me. Other than why. circumstance of them, them being the two humans alive. Um, okay. That, that I kind of understand, but uh, yeah. they, that, yeah. Why, why does she, does she he, this, this fucking asshole. Why does, why does she yeah. like him? Like, I mean, does she like, like him or like, <laughs> <laughs> presumably? Yes. Presumably. Yeah. I, who knows? Um, I, to, to, to borrow, to borrow a phrase that someone told to me, uh, he's kind of it's kind of like the hyperactive puppy that keeps running into a glass door because he thinks it's wide open and keeps doing that. Yeah, I think that's the the potential appeal of Gary. I agree. Okay. I don't see it, but yeah, I th- maybe maybe that's what Quid likes. Maybe, maybe that's what Quid likes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like she did. It, Nightfall did pin Gary to the bed before she started making advances on him. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it is in, the, in that in respect. Um, but yeah, I, I really just think we should not continue with this relationship. I think it was one of the worst elements. Even though we really got there at the end with these last two episodes, I think it was uh, one of the worst elements of the season. And uh, I, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know. Is anyone supporting this? Is anyone like really happy with the two of them? I feel like the fandom's tepid on Gary yeah, Quinn. Yeah. I mean, I think Quinn's dead. Quinn is Quinn's dead. dead. But, yeah, okay. We I think, it, <laughs> Everyone's I think that dead. if it was more like, I don't know, like solidly fleshed out or something along those lines, then maybe like, or if we, we take the season finale and go sort of like a slow burn with it, maybe I could be behind it, but I want it to be really like genuine and not like tropey and forced. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if they go interesting places with it, maybe. It's just it's going to be walking such a tightrope because it, uh, it it's starting so on such such shaky foundations. They did they did get there at the end, so I don't know. Maybe we could do it. I, I think I think they can do it if they pump the brakes a bit. If they play up more of them just being on screen together, talking to each other a little bit before they really push more of the romance on us. Because I do think their characters have screen chemistry, not like the romantic chemistry. Just like they do play off each other well. When they have scenes, yeah, I think they have like comedic comedic chemistry. Um, Yeah, but yeah, I just I just don't know why why continue. What's the perp? Like, what's the benefit? You know, other than that, this is the thing you do. Like, it it feels like it's just such an obvious. uh, Just don't do it uh, because what's what's it bringing to the table? You can just have them not be romantic together. Like, keep them together, but just just make it not romantic. I'm, I would be fine with that, Dylan, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I was going to say, I, I would be fine with it, too, but I, I just feel like, given the fact Look, now, that... Now's I, the time to try to put it into the universe, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, like, uh, but uh, like I said, like I think if maybe this whole show hadn't begun because Gary like met Quinn in a bar and like spent five years recording videos to her and she has no idea who he is then it would be totally different but that's not where we are so but i I I think we paid that off i don't i don't think the like the show's arc needs them to continue i I feel like we did that i feel like we saw why we watched quinn see the videos we watched them kiss in the finale you know it's done like like just okay they don't Quinn's in final space. She changes as a person. They're, they don't like each other anymore. Whatever. We can move on. I hate to break your heart, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's my heartbreaking? That they would be together? Yeah, okay. That's Yeah, that's... I just, I just, I see it happening. It's, it's going, if, cl- cl- if clearly continue. it's the way this type of thing, this type of thing usually goes. I just, I yeah. just don't, other than that, though, like, why, why need to, why do you need to? Other than that, that it's the expectation. We don't, but, People feel the need to include that stuff. Like, I know, but not every show needs a romantic arc. I was bullish on it, but I'm with I'm with Dylan on this one. We don't. It doesn't need it. Uh, it doesn't. It, I'm not yeah. saying it does at all. I'm just saying like I'm buckling up and preparing for the fact that if we get a season two, 
most likely we're going to have it. Like, I'm not going to, like, give myself an unrealistic expectation. This isn't Rick and Morty. Like, the show didn't doesn't survive without that, like, romantic element. I feel like they can do they can do any literally anything they want to in season two. They they this ending leaves uh, they could set final two entirely in final space and have it just be this giant uh, trippy ball of nonsense. They they could have it be this horror like they're just running from titans the entire time. They could they could quickly get Earth back and they could have it be like a Star Wars thing again. Like they, you can you can do anything you want. Now. He could just be in jail again. He could just be like that could just be a prison <laughs> ship picking up. Like I, I like that could be like a fun little like, <laughs> a new prison ship. Yeah, I like yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> the galaxy this... too <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and, it's, and there's another there's a new hue or whatever on the ship um a... that'd actually be really fun if if, if oh, my... season two episode one galaxy two everyone's new like Kevin? slightly yeah slightly off from the, what we knew them as yeah. yeah and gary's going crazy like there's a new kevin but he's not quite he's not he's, he's bad, like i want old kevin back bad. i changed my mind yeah 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 that kind of thing seems the refrigerator betty and not beth <laughs> yeah <laughs> That would be a great that would be a great bottle opener to the season, and then you just pull them into final space, and we go with whatever we're doing anyway. We're, it's we're like no writing season two here. That's great. It's I, like this. This is my favorite idea. New, new Kevin is actually like so more socially conscious of where Gary can't handle that because he's like so ready to like hate this. Why new aren't Kevin, you a can't. fucking idiot, Kevin? Just be be, be <laughs> more annoying, please. Yeah, like, exactly. Real Kevin, like that. Gary comes to the realization that he actually liked Kevin. Yeah, and but... that's the true romance arc of season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to get his old Kevin back. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, that's great. We solved it. Um, let Let us know what you think of that season two episode one idea. Let's get to let's. Get to some feedback we got on YouTube. YouTube comments from our last video. People have some questions for us. Um, let's start with uh, LeperCon89. Um, is Little Kato alive? Um, was that light a temporal worm? Why kill Kevin? He was beautiful. My number question is, what do you, what do UTF uh, thought Tribor dying will be? He'll be okay. He's my favorite. Also season two. Uh, question mark? Yes, season two. So um, is oh, Little Kato alive? It is Little Kato alive. Yes, right? Uh I don't want mm. him to be alive. Can he just not be? <laughs> well, look, we, we love we love little Kato. Assuming he'll be a character and not uh, nothing. So let's let's keep let's we can do. Why kill Kevin? Because uh, it was beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> He's expendable. Well, exactly. Tribor dying. Will he be okay? And eh, maybe, but he should. He no. He he's, he's hella dead. <laughs> We we can resurrect him. I, I my pitch is um do cyber bird him cyber phoenix yeah, yeah, him yeah. like Rick and Morty. Bring him back as a half cyborg. That's yeah, he has, crazy, like he has a crazy fan girl who can do it. Yes, he has his Tammy. <gasps> I'm telling you, it's the same. Oh thing. no! <laughs> but I this. want I want um the new tribor to be obsessed with Gary versus Quinn. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Romantic tension with Kevin too. Romantic rivals with Gary. Yeah. Where, where, does the Gary, where does my Gary XQ ship fit in here? Look, Michelle was shipping Gary and Kevin, and I've seen other people shipping Gary and Avocado. I think I said that at one point, but I haven't seen anyone shipping Hugh and Gary. I it, feel like this, uh, honestly, is Avocado I, still he- hecka dead? Like, <laughs> Avocado's hecka dead. We saw yeah, the yeah, funeral. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but, but Dylan, I, was, I didn't mean it that way at the beginning, but honestly, they have some real chemistry. They do. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> write the fic and then I'll judge afterwards. Um, yeah. And so was that light a, tempor- a temporal worm? So I, th- I've seen some discussion about uh, whatever thing it was comparing to the whatever episode from earlier in the season where they like, is, is that what it's referring to when they go forward in time slightly? What um, if it's just final space opening back up? Yeah, so there, there, there's a lot of theories. It could be Final Space opening back up. It could be some sort of um, physics-y thing like this temporal worm or some other time travel element. Um, it could be uh, a ship it's picking Kevin. him up. It's just Galaxy Two. It's it's I I pretty I definitely read it as a ship picking him. It sounds it looks like a yeah. ship's light turns on. That's it it looks like there's a door. It looks like there's like a door opening. It's like the yeah. light expa- like it's bigger back. like that. Oh God. Yeah, it, it could be. I think Nightfall is one of the main contenders for picking him up. Yeah. Um, it could be Little Kato picks him up. <laughs> no, Little Kato was floating in space. How did he get a ship? Where did he's, he steal he's, it he's, from? He's awesome. He could. He's he a just... cat. He always lands on his feet. Yeah, he got that. He got it. So how? Okay, no. <laughs> okay, we've answered the questions. Um, Michael Thomas says uh, Kevin died, but they should have made his death less sad. Even though I hate him with a burning passion, I feel like he should have been killed on screen and said something like, "Well, not try try not to go insane without me." Um, yeah, it's potentially, uh, p- 
we we could have had a Kevin on screen death. I potentially agree with that. He was an important character. Yeah, that's true. I know, but but I but I think that's I think it was nice in how they made it subversive that it's this big sad dramatic moment, and you and Gary's just like grinning because of that. I think that was. That thing I was meant to be ultra sensitive. Had that of the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of the, yeah, exactly. None of none of none of it matters except that Gary cried tears of joy at Kevin's death. That was that's the culmination of the entire show. So yeah. that was the great part. Um, Drag B says uh, this is a long comment. I'll cut it off at some point. You guys are underestimating the Titans. Um, Lovecraft horror. Uh, the hand was bigger than the Earth. Uh, the hand of a Titan grabbed the the planet like a ball. Something. Imagine something like that unleashed on the universe. So basically, like. The Titan, he's saying the Titans are unbeatable giant gods, and uh, if, if we're fighting them in season two, then we can outwin. So, I think but, Titans can come in all shapes and sizes, first off. Are you, is that, <laughs> are you bosi- body positive uh, on the Titans? Well, yeah, because the one Titan was, wasn't that big in comparison to, was like, though? I don't remember it compared to going through their brain it's brain or whatever we've seen one full titan i don't think we've said okay we've seen like the the the, when when nightfall was telling the story we saw some other titans but they were who knows if that's accurate yeah you see the hands yes the titans are giant and unbeatable yeah i don't i don't know what's what's too relevant here uh the earth is the earth is doomed basically yeah goodbye earth again pick a a pickup game of basketball (laughs) yeah the earth Earth was abandoned for the record mostly I'm, I'm imagining like they have the Earth, like, but they made it into a globe, like an actual globe, and they're just like setting on the table. <laughs> it's on a desk. Somewhere. Yeah, just somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see if we care about Earth enough to try to get it back. They might just like walk past and be like, think, "Oh, hey, there's the Earth." I don't think we. I don't care about the Earth enough to get it back. <laughs> I mean, they kind of destroyed. She it. says on Earth, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. In our in Earth or the their there's there earth. <laughs> okay okay um yeah i think quinn is more important thing in final space not earth what about yeah. what about mooncake though we still have to save mooncake okay yeah. i have a question about mooncake because isn't mooncake the creation of final space in the breach so yeah. would that mean that if the breach was open mooncake would have been gone right mooncake would have probably become the breach right I- I was expecting there to be a second mooncake. Yeah, I was I was too. Well, what my expectation was cuz remember when they first showed um Gary's dad closing the breach and then mooncake sort of formed where the breach was? Yeah. Because of that. So then would that then mean that if the breach was open then that means that mooncake would have like dematerialized or whatever and then would have refo- would have reformed where the breach was closed, not in trapped still with the Lord Commander. My understanding is that Mooncake is less like in like Mooncake is just the result of the energy released from closing the breach to final space. And it's not and there can be more than one Mooncake. That's what my understanding was. It was never that Mooncake is like Mooncake's not like a singular Titan or God or something that appear like just appears when final space closes. I thought it was just over because of the release of energy. That was my understanding. Yeah, look, look, look. Uh, these are all great thoughts, but there's no answer because there's not thought put into this yet. So I oh, mean, no, there no, might no. have been there, <laughs> there, there might have been thought. I just like, who's it right? Presented on screen. There, there's nothing. Yeah. There, we know nothing. Who, who knows? Um, I, I, I think Mooncake can open up Final Space, so we can go back there. I think, I think that's potentially our gate into Final Space in season two. But Mooncake nothing. Is the key, not necessarily. Okay. Can we? Can I mention, talk about something now that we mentioned the Titans, though? Because what was the Lord Commander's plan? Like what? Like, they probably, he, so a, the, he thought he yeah. was going to be a Titan. But it'd be like, what? How did you think that was going to work? Do you think they were just going to grab him and he was going to turn into a Titan? Look, whenever so, yeah. you suffer the radiation of a breach in time and space, uh, I can only assume that there's mental uh, side effects, such as um, imagining made up things about becoming a Titan, like. And Andy, if a giant uh, Lovecraftian horror and god comes to me and tells me that uh, they'll make me uh, a fellow god, I'm not going to question the mechanism in which that happens. <laughs> I'm going to just be stunned into acceptance. I think. So, so what you're saying, Dylan, is you're totally a, you would totally be a follower in a cult. I mean, if if the Titan presents itself to me right now, it's I would believe it. It's it's a fucking Titan. Like, what, <laughs> what do you? We didn't. I mean, he didn't know it existed before. What are you questioning here? Look, I mean, I, I'd ask if I could still drink. 
You want to you still want to go to craft beer heaven? That's what you still want to no, do? No, no, it's no, no, just in general. It's like if I couldn't drink, if I was a Titan, I'd be like, I'm going to have to get back to you on this one. I'm just I saying. Don't know how to that. Um, I want to okay. go to Margarita Heaven. <laughs> Margarita. What about yeah. Mimosa Heaven, April? That too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I said we weren't getting that, but uh, what's the what's the where were we talking before this? Oh, Mooncake and how that works. Yeah, there's no answer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Captain uh, Valley Rail Snapshot says, uh, "Wow, that was an awesome episode. So many awesome dramatic moments. I understand why they had to pull punches with the future of the series in question. I love how dramatic and serious it was, but it had but it had humorous parts. I held my breath for nearly the entire time of the episode. Oh, nice. Yes. How are they still alive? Someone said, said nearly. Nearly. There's got to be brain damage. <laughs> okay. Okay. April's concerned about you. Please comment that you're okay. Okay. Yes, um, please. I'm very concerned. We're invested in this now. Cap- Captain Goldilocks says, um, Alex is right. Why do they put the shot of Gary floating in space after the Harry Potter dream sequence? It kind of ruins it. Um, yeah. There's... there's uh, Look, yeah. I, I, we we went over that on the recap. I don't think it's a big deal, but your mileage may be. Um, they also say, also, I was satisfied with Gary and Quinn's relationship in this episode. Nine and ten really set up the relationship well before that their interactions felt awkward, especially considering how Gary was, like, obsessed with Quinn. Yes, we agree. Yeah. Yeah. That was great in nine and ten. Thumbs and pa- up. <laughs> pa- patron Michael says, will we see Nightfall next season? I, I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I thought I we'd see her that. after episode seven, and she's barely in eight, and then was not in nine and ten, so... You know, I think but. she'll be pissed that uh, Gary lost her from the past. Unless this is how she becomes Nightfall. I, I mean, again, I think it's not because she said that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of unclear. Um, <laughs> New, look, we're diverting from the usual timeline. And so, we're yeah, gonna that's get a, a different Nightfall then. That's the second. New, that's Nightfall B. New Nightfall. <laughs> that's might. That's Mightfall you're talking about. That's a different oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could I could see season two being Gary Maybe, and Nightfall uh, trying to find not Quinn. Nightfall is like that. Daybreak or something. <laughs> yeah, Daybreak. Yeah, Daybreak. Exactly. Daybreak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally like, different person. If 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 there's a different way that Nightfall begins, Nightfall says it's a separate one. Although the show is not presented its theory of uh, this will, of uh, will alternate there be universes. Two? I don't think it will. No, it won't. <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't too. It, I yeah, no, no. It's better. It's better that we get to argue about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. I think I think we covered everything I want to get into here. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, MVPs. We 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 got into that stuff. Uh, we we can just close out the the season on what we thought of uh, the season overall. We had, we all liked the finale to varying degrees. Um, good things, bad things. Uh, we all love uh, Triborn Kevin, and um, we. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the summary. And Hugh, we all love Hugh too. So yeah, there you the go. I, I think Hugh might be my favorite, other than Mooncake. Oh yeah, Mooncake. Mooncake was underutilized. Um, I have I have a hot take. I think Avocado is definitely back in season two. Um, I don't. He's dead, but maybe there's final space Avocado. Maybe he'll be the. Phoenix I would. Oh, I would love if Avocado became a Titan when he died, and Avocado. <laughs> avocado <laughs> is Avocado is the new Lord Commander. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he's, he's either a sympathetic Titan or he's just a, the villain. I don't know. It'd be great. What yeah. if like Lil Kato becomes the new Lord Commander? Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh. remember, remember um, when the breach was closed, Lord Commander got his powers from that. Maybe Lil Kato's oh. close enough to get the powers from that. That's a good point, Andy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't like that. Um, I don't like. <laughs> it's gonna be a very vengeful. But I mean, that would make that would make Little Kato a character, maybe. Yeah, that that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Also, I'm interested to see what we do with Lord Commander because he's still around. Um, yeah, I think I, I just we just need Cody Galloway back on the show, so I think Avocado needs to be back in some form. It also adds more to the uh, Star Wars like force like satire stuff if Little Kato gets force powers too. Ooh, so yeah, um, hmm. yeah, I could see that. I think that's another really good call. I could see them doing that. That would justify Little Kato's pointlessness this season. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Harsh. I mean, he was he was good in um, epi- Little Kato was good in episode seven. He was good in episode seven. Yeah, which um, is part of the reason why I like episode seven because all the characters feel a little more fleshed out in general in that episode. Yeah, and it has it's the only episode with time shenanigans, which is what I wanted the whole show. And there's no episode, <laughs> but, uh, we got we got it there. Uh, yeah, more time shenanigans in season two. Anyway, um, April, final thoughts on all of season one and final space uh, going going forward. So it's. A really strong first season, even though 
Um, the story is kind of all over the place. Um, it's fun. It's super easy to watch. Um, it, you know, uh, there's really, really pretty like visuals and the music's very strong and adds to it. And I would totally recommend this to anyone, but all of the people listening to this podcast have already seen it. So go tell your friends. Yeah. Who are you um, recommending it to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you got to the finale, you should watch this show. <laughs> Hey, I don't know if you've seen the show, but um, no, but it's it's just it's a really like fun and easy to watch show. Um, It's okay if you don't really care about having everything super like tied and closed at the end. Um, It's so pretty. And I know we've said it like a million times, but it still amazes me that it was like created in Toon Boon Um, because, yeah, it's just really wonderful to look at and i hope there's a season two um because this the show was sort of written to be more than one season so i'm looking forward to it yeah definitely uh john what's your postmortem on the season of final space as as an investment season this was a really good one and i use that term carefully because when i thought about when i I was thinking about how i was gonna sum up season one and the way I think about it is that it had a lot of it's got a lot of great ideas not yet come to full bloom. But at the same time, I'm not sure how much of a criticism of, of a criticism that is of the show, because I'm thinking about some of the other stuff I've watched. Adventure Time season one was all investment. They were laying the groundwork for what came and what came next was really good. Steven Universe, same thing. I think Final Space has every potential to be a really great show if they could find what works this season and expand upon that, be a little more focused, have a plot that maybe stretches episode one to 10. And for the love of God, if you have David Tennant voicing a character, use him more than just four episodes, please. I felt like, you know, Lord Commander should have been the big giant supervillain this whole season. I hope they have, I hope they remedy that situation in season two. I feel like the show would really benefit from that. We at least got a lot of range out of him. We got to see him as uh, Jack and uh, talk about taquitos. And uh, I, th- I thought there was a lot there. A- I, thought, I thought his presence was very, it was very strong. And I almost kind of liked that he wasn't like in every single episode. I think that helped like add to his character and to him as a villain. Because it gets sort of boring whenever like every episode you're facing off against the villain. Because it loses its meaning by the time you do get to the season finale. Yeah. Well, well, he could, well, he could still be more of a uh, sort of a, a – pre- like he could be a presence without being on screen though. I felt like the show kind of forgot about him in the middle section. Like, like just have him as like, okay, this is the thing we have to deal with at some point. And just – I think it would provide a good lev- – a good sort of like – base a continuity base that you can sort of that you could string everything along to it doesn't have to be in every episode but he should have a presence a more of a presence when he's not on screen i think i i think i agree with april here i think there's a risk you come when you have a villain who comes up in every all the time showing up in the background all the time where you start to feel like they aren't a threat anymore and i feel like that never came up with lord commander he always felt like a threat to the crew and at the very least that is very well done from the show because i always felt like he could have just killed them all at any moment i'd still like to see maybe a bit more of a more like stable motive for him though because like i never agree with that yeah i never quite got why he's like needs final space open why he needs to cake, why he wants to be a titan how we figure that out i'm i'm still not entirely sure why titans never die yeah I mean, that would have cured him. So uh, (laughs) that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I think given the level of depth we got, I think his his screen time was very appropriate and anything more would have stretched him too thin. But it also would have been great to see even more depth and then he could have been on screen more. But, you know, we didn't get enough from him to expand beyond what we got, I think. But I'm interested to see if he's in season two at all. I don't know. We could we'll see. Yeah. Um, Andy, postmortem on season one. Uh, I think this show was really fun. I think that it had some stronger – I think the peaks and valleys of the show, like the highs and lows of it, were a lot closer than a lot of first seasons of shows. But I also think that uh, um, there were some plot threads like um, Quinn and Gary that I really just did not buy at all. But when it was good, it was really good, and I really just enjoyed watching it. There were I. This is one of the shows – that I can remember in the recent in recent history that I've watched, and I just kind of just forgot what I was doing. I was just sitting on my couch watching the TV and just like 
And I was like, oh, did 20 minutes already pass? That was awesome. That was really fun. And that just hasn't happened for a show in a long time for me. It was just, it was just a fun show. One thing, though, we need more Mooncake. Mooncake, there can never be enough of him. He is the best. More Mooncake. Yeah. Chukity. Coastline. <laughs> yep. Chukity. No, Alex Chukity. would be annoying with that. But yeah, Andy's replacing him. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. good you never said that at the beginning, Dylan, because I would have annoyed you through the whole podcast if you'd said that at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad I, glad I didn't. Yeah. I said, I said on the recap, I think it's an incredibly remarkable season one, one of the best of any show we've ever covered by far. Like uh, just a remarkable feat of animation and uh, just in really, really great in general. Um, infinite uh, promise if we are going to to continue here. So I uh, really hope we do and uh, look forward to talking about it whenever that happens. Um, cl- uh, we, we got an iTunes review on Read before we leave um, on our fi- <gasps> final space feed um, from K33G um, AN2376G. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, not only are final space reviews very rare at the time of this writing, but they never go as in-depth as overly animated. This podcast uh, series spends its time actively analyzing every bit of character development, animated moments, and uh, beautiful scenery that they can. It is definitely worth a watch. Thank you uh, for the review. You like uh, us. You really like us. Gross. <laughs> hey. Uh, Avatar quote, I think. No, it's that. Never mind. What is it? You try anyway. it, Dylan. It's okay. It's a quote from something, right? It's it, it was it was I think it was Sally. What's her name's Oscar speech when she finally won. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um, the uh, uh, Francis McDormand. <laughs> That do we, that do we mean? No, not her. This was back in like the '90s, I think. Uh, okay. The, 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 this this sounds like something else. Okay. Um. Yeah. You can give us an iTunes review either on our final space feed or our main feed. Um. That'd be much appreciated. Also, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe. That really helps us. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers so we can remonetize. So it really really helps us if you subscribe and um thumbs up. And you guys have been really great, final space people. Um. Our recap right now is twenty four thumbs up and zero thumbs down. Now that I said it, I cursed it, but uh, that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, so done. you guys are the anti. You guys are the first. You guys are the anti Ruby. I'm calling it now so thank you <laughs> you did it um, said that with with a lot of a lot of experience with the ruby fan base oh yeah no we love I, them but i i love i love our ruby fans yeah they don't love us but we love them and, still uh, never seen can, ruby. Yay. Yeah, uh, the show is better than ruby and uh you can <laughs> let's all say that really good and yeah, here yeah. here come the down votes <laughs> it's not a not a not going out on a limb here and they yeah just, we cover like years perk up <laughs> if you if you uh listen to our final space coverage yeah we also talk about other shows like ruby but more more frequently steven universe max lady alex starburst force of evil and uh, in terms of adult comedies um rick and morty and bojack horseman uh one of those will be back this year and it is not rick and morty and uh <laughs> and then say steven universe dylan look we're talking about that on monday like, but that's, I mean, like that's, that's not really frequent. Look, uh, everything will change when uh, things start actually happening on that the show. Mo- so, the movies yeah. have aligned. Let's just be happy about that. Yeah, st- st- stuff's happening. So um, check out our coverage of those shows. Um, yeah, if you subscribe to the YouTube, you'll get everything for good and bad. There's a lot of content, but you might, you know, it's okay. Wow. Um, Are you dissing our own content, Dylan? I'm, I'm just saying if people don't listen to shows and they have to get all the notifications, but uh, I think that's fine. I think and, that, and there's one more thing. Uh, if you have a Amazon Echo device, you can play the latest episode of Over the Anime by just asking her. Um, yep. We're on TuneIn. That's what that means. So yeah, you can do you can do that with your Echo. Um, we're also on Stitcher and other stuff. I know that at OverlyAnimated.com. Thank you guys for supporting our Final Space podcast this season. Um, I don't have any more planned right now, but if you have specific top- topics you'd like us to delve into more in the off-season, then uh, let us know. Um, I'll draft some ideas, and maybe eventually we can get to some Final Space off-season roundtables. We do that for some shows. Uh, so yeah, let us know in the comments all of that. And uh, you, know, you can also talk with us on our Discord, OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Or support us via Patreon. That's the number one way to support us. Patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Juliana, aka Julie Jana. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, yep, other podcasts coming up, the big, big Steven Universe um, episodes. And uh, we also have Miraculous Ladybug, and, or, you know, maybe, and uh, Mr. Cons. <laughs> and uh, find all that at overly to craig of the creep go up recently and yeah find all that at overlyanimated.com thank you guys very much for listening we will see you next time bye bye, bye.